Uh, good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. Uh, a week today is when uh, school starts uh, here in uh, London. And the union representing elementary uh, school teachers in Ontario says it will not accept the deal to head to arbitration to avoid a potential strike. Last week, the province and the union representing English high school teachers agreed to negotiate until the end of October. And once they got to that point, they would send outstanding issues to arbitration. So earlier this week, Education Minister Stephen Lecce urged the other three teachers' unions to agree to the same deal. However, ETFO says the pace of negotiations with the province so far has been unacceptably low. And so that is why they will not take the deal. Uh, to talk about this, we're joined by Craig Smith, president of ETFO Thames Valley. Uh, Craig, appreciate the time today. Good morning. Thank you for having me. What was your reaction when you saw the deal between the province and the OSSTF? Well, to begin, I think we need to be clear that there isn't a deal here. What there is is a proposal for a framework to move their uh, bargaining in a certain direction. So the the substance of what would go into the central agreement isn't what's on offer here. What's being taken back to members in OSSTF is the proposal itself to continue bargaining, and as you point out, till the end of October and then send the rest of the items uh, centrally to to arbitration. So there isn't a concrete tentative deal. Um, But I think the the position that EPFO has taken, which seems to also be shared by OECTA and AFO, is that, you know, we have uh, an in, uh, a long-standing process of collective bargaining, both as an institution and as a process in this province. The logical next step, uh, because, as you point out, for 13 months the government has dragged its hands, here we are, uh, is to apply to the Ministry of Labour under the Labour Relations Act to appoint a conciliator that will focus conversations and help the parties get to where we need to be, which is uh, a negotiated uh, agreement at the central table. And that's the process that is in place by statute, and that's the process at this point that I think we need to focus on to see if we can uh, get a deal the proper way. How would you characterize the talks so far? Uh, very slow. <laughs> I think, you know, uh, notice to bargain was given 13 months ago. The government, as I say, has kind of dragged its feet and its hands and sat on its hands in that process um, and has basically wasted uh, a year and a bit uh, uh, doing nothing. And here we are. One wonders if that's uh, by deliberate purpose. But um, I think the, they haven't been very productive at this point. There are um, items on the table that are of concern to us. Uh, but what we need to do is move the process along, get the government to the table to roll up, up its sleeves, get to work. Uh, and do its job, which is to bargain uh, as per the Labor Relations Act and the School Board's Collective Bargaining Act to get to things that improve working conditions for teachers and consequently uh, improve learning conditions for students. What are the main items on the uh, table that are of concern for you guys? Well, you know, our focus as, uh, at the local level is local bargaining, and that, as we understand right now, isn't wholly impacted by uh, what may or may not happen with uh, with what's being proposed with binding arbitration. But I think, you know, there are key, obviously, obviously key issues around uh, pay and and benefits. There are ongoing uh, issues that the government strips to the central agreement the government hasn't taken off the table at this point. So, you know, there are a number of complicated issues. There are a number of issues pertaining to support for uh, uh, students with special needs. There are Uh, proposals on the table regarding the state of our schools and the level of violence in our schools. So there's some pretty important issues 
both for teachers and for students, uh, that are there that have not been addressed in the last 13 months. I was going to ask about violence. That's something you and I have discussed a couple of times in the past. Has there been any uh, positive movement on that? There's been work done locally that we are hopeful will continue and will will at some point, hopefully sooner rather than later, make a difference. There have been conversations at the level, uh, the provincial level as well. So we're moving the needle in the right direction, but I don't think we're at the point yet where somebody can say, here's the plan and here's the difference that that plan has made. Uh, our goal locally, and, I, and, and we keep advocating both to the school board and to our provincial body, has to be a goal of eliminating violence in schools to the best of our ability uh, to create safe and peaceful workplaces for teachers, but also safe and peaceful places for students to learn. So we've got a lot of work to do on that, but I'm, I'm hopeful that we're moving uh, things in the right direction. And at the end of the day, the the judgment on the success of that is a difference in the schools when those numbers come down and people are feeling safer. As you move ahead and continue the bargaining process with the province here, how do you think the agreement between the province and high school teachers might impact your talks? Well, first, you know, that is a, a, a the proposal, I believe, has to be approved by the membership of uh, OSSTF. So I would I would prefer to to let them make render their decision on that. Um, as I say, our focus right now is on the bargaining table, is on conciliation, is on getting that neutral third party conciliator in place so that we can continue uh, discussions and and hopefully uh, uh, reach a, an agreement that way. Um, as to you know what the next steps might be or how uh, binding arbitration, you know there are some pluses to that model, uh, but there are some real challenges, and not least of which is the disengagement and the uh, taking away of the voice, the democratic voice of members in this process. That's a hugely important piece. And um, you know it, it, it may be uh, that you know it's a cleaner and efficient, it's a clean and efficient way to do things, but at the end of the day, the, the member's voice is lost. And I think that's, for me, an important part in all of this. So I think we have to see how that plays out. At this point, our focus is on the discussions we need to have with the government, the central table, to move toward resolution. million-dollar question is, what's the likelihood there will be a work stoppage? Well, at this point, um, you know, we are in the pre- preparatory stages for, for conversations with our members of, about meetings and mandates. So um, we, are, we are not there yet. Um, uh, you know, we will see. Nobody wants to see a disruption in the schools. There's been plenty of that over the last few years, both created by pandemics and other such things. But governments have done their bit to create disruption in schools. Then they step back and shrug and say, what's going on? And so we want to avoid that game. I think what we want to do is negotiate, get things uh, done that we need to do so we can carry on with the important work that we we do. Nobody wants to see, uh, least of all teachers, want to see a full withdrawal. So that's our, that's our sort of end goal is to avoid that uh, with everything that we can. That's why we need to double down and, and get to work at the table so we can move things forward for our members, for the students we teach, and for their parents. We will follow with interest. Craig, appreciate the time. Thank you very much. As always, a pleasure. Thank you very much. That's Craig Smith, president of uh, the Thames Valley District of uh, ETFO.